evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football along with high school football score updates from around the metro area. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And welcome to the Coaches Show. I'm Wally Langfellow along with head coach Shannon Courier of the Concordia Golden Bears. Well, coach, uh, you've had... A long layoff since that victory uh, a week ago Thursday. Uh, big win over Sioux Falls at home. Now you hit the road against uh, Upper Iowa. Um, when you have a long period of time like this, when you go from a Thursday to the, to the Saturday, what is the protocol? How is it different than a regular week for you? Well, first off, we just get more time to heal. You know, from the game, there's always going to be guys that are banged up. Uh, so playing on a Thursday night, you get two extra days to, or an extra day to heal. And we we had meetings and film review on Friday after the game. And we always try to scrimmage our kids that don't play uh, in, in games and, and give them an opportunity to keep developing and playing and, and learning the schemes. So on Friday, we had a little scrimmage for those kids as well. And then the guys that played, they, they go and work with the strength coach on some movement stretching you know just to help loosen up uh, all the pain from the game uh, Saturday we gave them off you know it was kind of a carrot uh, for one of the game you know we had plans to have the practice and meetings on Saturday but with with the win you know, that was something we told them if we play like we expected to play and win the game like we expect to win uh, we'll give you know give the team off Saturday so we we did that our staff came in on Sunday and we did you know, a lot of work on Upper Iowa uh, they played their first game Saturday so we we're all kind of paying attention to the, the game Saturday and then studied it Sunday um, then Monday we had an extra practice typically Monday be a day for meetings and film review but because we did that Friday it gave us an opportunity to get a jump start you know on the game plan for Upper Iowa so we had practices in full pads Monday, shells on Tuesday, we're, we're full today, uh, Wednesday, and or full on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, we do one-hour practice. We call it uh, No Sweat Thursday. So it's a shorter practice. And then the, the day before the game, we actually go a little bit more in intensity, try, trying to build up for game day. So there's there's some new science, I guess, in, in the way you structure practices to get your team to be full speed and as intense as possible on game days. And having a, a Thursday be kind of a lower intensity day, and then we start to build up to Saturday, and that was something that hasn't been done in the past. And then also we started have, giving our kids the option of doing some, some movement, some lifting on Saturday mornings, part of the game, to get the nervous system ramped up and, and get them stretching and moving around. So that that was obviously effective last week too. We, our, we are, our new strength coach is phenomenal, Eric Overland, and we had guys doing some lifting, not heavy lifting, but just some movements and, uh, you know, prior to the stretch and the pregame stuff. So um, that was also effective, and some of our guys like that. That's optional for the players. But uh, anyway, that's that's kind of our schedule. And, and then on Friday we're leaving at noon to get to Upper Iowa and, um, you know, get to Cedar Rapids is where we stay. We'll have a run-through practice along the way or in Cedar Rapids. We're still finalizing that detail. And we play 6.05 on Saturday night. You had the long week. They had a normal week. 
advantage Concordia St. Paul, I would say. Absolutely. Anytime you have extra days to heal and, and prepare and watch video and have more practice times and um, study the game film and all those sort of things, it's certainly an advantage. It doesn't, doesn't guarantee victory. We still have, you know, whatever team shows up on Saturday and makes more plays wins, but uh, I'd definitely rather have the advantage of, you know, having a longer time to prepare. And you mentioned um, ramping it up on Friday, day before the game, as opposed to kind of that being your low commitment day where no sweat Friday. But, it, I mean, typically, the day before the game, you're not – doing much it's it's the other way around absolutely we started doing this last year you know the, it's kind of a, a trend i guess things start at the division one level and trickle down that's how a lot of times it works you know so nowadays you know again coaches and and people in science have have studied the this process and basically you know it's your your week is pretty is is demanding you know with lifting and and the practices so by the time friday comes around the body's tired so it's really nice to give them an hour shorter practice it's just in helmets the intensity's down on thursday and that kind of rejuvenates their legs and their bodies mind and then on friday we do an hour and a half in shells you know so it's a little bit more intense than thursday and, and honestly we get more done in those five you know in those days of practice than we would in the past in the past friday would be more of a a run through basically um you know, I don't even know what you gain from the practice. Honestly, it's it's more of an organizational day. You do a little work, a little movement around. You know, review some some concepts that you might run in the game. But you're actually doing some live stuff on Fridays. Yeah, on on fly, Friday, we're doing we're in shells, so we're going against scout teams. Typically, now, this week we're we're traveling, so we won't have right, that right, schedule. Right. When we're at home, we do. This week, because we had a, a Monday practice, Tuesday and Wednesday, we still got our three days in, and we we have the the one hour practice on Thursday, and then Fridays going to be at the old run through friday and then saturday because it's night game we'll, at the hotel uh, we'll take some time and again just review mentally practice some things that that we are going to do so i've uh, heard of, i've heard some coaches who actually <laughs> get guys out into like the uh, parking lot parking lot or if it's raining whatever you do it you do it in a meeting room at a hotel if you if you absolutely it, that's, it, that's, it happens that's <laughs> that's what we're going to be doing we're going to be in the parking lot of the holiday express and and we're going to be uh just just talking through stuff that we're expecting do and just mentally preparing you know at one time when I was a young coach I was at Southwest State I worked for a guy by the name of Ron Flowers and he was a defensive minded tough tough coach he had spent some time at Washington uh, under Don James and had a very good defense um, and we were going up to Minot State to play and I made the mistake as a young coach after the the Friday you know walk through that time I had mentioned the the, uh, the Hayes in a barn he, he's like nope uh, the Hayes not in a barn you, you have all the way up until game time to mentally prepare so you know he he taught me that you know all that time leading up to the game is an opportunity for you know players to review things and prepare and gain confidence and and I see what he was talking about now but you know back then I was throwing out a, a phrase that I may have heard along the way but wasn't necessarily accurate so uh, we're trying to you know utilize all the time necessary so we can respond you know after each situation in games and that was our that was our word of the week last week was respond we wanted to be able to respond to the various things that we have going on um, in a game sometimes it's adversity sometimes it's being able to handle success and i thought our players did that real well 
Um, okay, let's talk about the guys that are going to come on. We're going to hear from a couple of players. First, uh, talk about T.J. Jowell, um, defensive lineman, uh, by way of North Carolina and Los Angeles. Uh, so he's, he's he's done both coasts. Now he's right in the middle. We're real excited to have T.J. He came to us a couple of springs ago. This is his second year with us. He came as a junior college transfer from uh, East L.A. College, ELAC in California, um, in the spring prior of last year. And uh, he was a real uh, sought-after nose tackle. You know, he dominated in junior college and had a lot of different options. And we were real excited to get him. I remember it was over Christmas when we were trying to get his letter of intent. And uh, he had multiple offers and opportunities. And you can never have enough defense alignment. And, and to get junior college transfer kids that are going to be good enough to make a difference at this level is very challenging because somebody out there is really desperate, usually. A Division One school is desperate. So a really good junior college transfer player, you know, can find maybe a Division One opportunity just because somebody's in need, you know, that much need. So it's real hard to find those kids, and we were just fortunate to get uh, TJ, the caliber player he is, to come in. And last year he rotated in the in the in the scheme, and then this year uh, he had one of the best games besides Chris Garrett. He was our next highest graded player last week, and earned himself a starting uh, nod here this this uh, game coming up against Upper Iowa at nose tackle. Uh, and he's, as you heard on the phone earlier talking to him, he's really excited about the opportunity, and uh, I expect him to play real well. All right. Well, you phoned him, and he's supposed to be here any minute, so we'll talk to him. And we're also going to talk to Ethan Ani. I know we had Ethan on uh, last year, uh, O-lineman, so he got the other side of the ball. Uh, tell me a little bit about Ethan and what he, what's been going for him so far this season. Ethan's been a phenomenal young man, too. He's um, from Highland Park down the street. When I first came back in 2016, I think my first day on the job, I t- took the recruiting test because you have to be NCAA certified uh, to be able to go into schools and recruit. And I took the test like at 8 o'clock across campus, and I had a, I don't know, 9.30, 10 o'clock appointment at his high school. So I was I was hoping that I passed that test so I could get oh, over there because he was also a sought-after player in his conference. He had multiple offers within our league. Um, you know, he was a borderline FCS type player in terms of recruiting. A few of the schools in the league had built a relationship with him, and um, I had a lot of work to do to make up. So we spent a lot of time with Ethan, you know, watching him play basketball. I should say we watched him support his brother playing basketball. He was on the team uh, cheering him on and going in there for some aggressive defensive play. But um, we were fortunate to get him. And then as a true freshman, he played a lot, started some games. And, and so he has not redshirted. This is his fourth year playing, and every year he's he's only improved. And he's having a great year, a great start to the senior campaign. And he's also struggled with a back injury. Um, you know, he's got some issues with his back, but he's tough. Uh, we're, we're managing the pain the best we can, and he's doing everything he possibly can to, to be ready to play at full speed every Saturday. And uh, he's like I said, he's our split-side tackle and having a nice start to the 2019 campaign. All right, so we will hear from Ethan Ani, and we will also hear from T.J. Jowell. That's coming up next here on The Coaches Show. Stay with us. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. 
Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the app. Golden Bear fans, did you know that this coaches show along with our CSP Bears podcast is available to subscribe in iTunes? Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the Coaches Show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and Coaches Show. You're listening to The Coaches Show with Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Currier. And you are listening to The Coach's Show with Concordia St. Paul head coach Shannon Courier. We are joined now by a couple of his players, uh, T.J. Jallo, who is a senior defensive lineman by way of North Carolina and East L.A. College out in California, and a guy from the right down the road, uh, Ethan Ani, who is an offensive lineman uh, from Highland Park here in St. Paul. Um, Ethan, we'll start with you. Uh, four years, and as we were just talking during the commercial break, you were talking to Coach Courier about it. You were basically his very first recruit here, and uh, now you're at the end of the at the end of the run for you. Uh, tell me about your career here and what what you've learned what has been good for you and, and what expectations you have going forward this year um i've learned a lot through my career here it's been a great four years for me started coming in figured uh we had a few old linemen so really early opportunity to start and play and um since then just been growing as a man that's part of coach courier's curriculum here for us football players and yeah really just growing up in the program it's great to be in my same city but also seeing a new light through the whole world so yeah great opportunity for me and right down the road for you too i mean uh, I, you know some guys like they like to get away but for you it, it's worked out being basically right at home so family and friends can come see you play on saturdays i assume that's part of the deal yes sir yeah um TJ, um, the choice, I mean, you're a coast-to-coast guy, <laughs> North Carolina, L.A. Now you're right in the middle. Uh, explain your journey and how you ended up here. Oh, man. I mean, it was a, it's a blessing just to be here. You know what I'm saying? Um, I come from North Carolina. You know, where I, my, my recruiting process in high school wasn't as in, in the best way for me, but I, I, had, I knew I loved football, so I had to keep going. And that motivated me to try and end up football. Reason why I was able to travel as much as I did from being in California to playing here. I mean, it's just a blessing. And I understand, like, all the. I feel like I've seen a lot of sides of football, you know, to come right here and bring all that to it. That's That was the game. That's what I wanted to bring to the team. That's what made me want to come here. Yeah, and, and you finished up at, at out in L.A. at uh, junior college out there, and then you end up coming here. Um, what opportunities did you have, and what made this place stand out to you? Oh, man. Um, I, I had some opportunities. I had some um, eligible issues because I got hurt, but I, I didn't let that um, – disgrace me as far as any all I want to do is play football so my decision with Concordia was one I wanted to be in the city and two that relationship uh, with recruiting uh, by Coach Carrier meant a lot to me you know Um, him recruiting me and it just 
it made me it, him being hands on me as the head coach it meant a lot to me and, it, and that's why it kind of had me and his relationship as good as it is now based off where we started and that was the recruiting process that's the football part what about the academic side what are you studying here and what uh, what are some of the things you're pursuing um i'm business and marketing um i have i like to have the mindset of an entrepreneur so i like i have aspirations to be in real estate you know car dealerships um owning anything that and but being here in the cities i knew that was going to be a good opportunity you know i know there's a lot going on in twin cities and i i knew that was a, a way bigger opportunity to look forward to you know what i'm saying even with without football i knew i could do great things here further on after college um did you grow up a panthers fan are you a vikings fan <laughs> what, what what's your deal in the nfl there's got to be somebody there oh man i'm a philadelphia eagles fan oh no uh, I, I, that's a tough question to ask right now i know Still soft for y'all, for yeah. I'm an Eagles fan. Yeah, that that hurts. That hurts. Uh, Ethan, I assume you grew up a Vikings fan. No, actually, I oh, was no. born out in Connecticut, oh, so I'm okay. a Pats fan. Oh, oh boy, right next to Foxborough. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Well, you you were born a winner. Then <laughs> that's all they do is win. Speaking of winning, you guys got a huge win in your opener um, against a Sioux Falls team that's traditionally been very good. Traditionally been hard on you guys. Um, last year, as a matter of fact, you lost in the final seconds to Sioux Falls. You get them at home here, and uh, you come up with a big victory. Um, what does that win in week one mean to you guys? That's huge for me. I mean, just with the way that the season went last year and that game at Sioux Falls last year was very impactful. We just kind of taught us this year we can't let our foot off the gas, can't stop. It was a huge win, but we can't let that momentum change the way we play. we got to go every week in just thinking about the opponent in front of us and controlling what we can control. And hopefully, God willing, we get a victory. Yeah, well, and you seniors, I'm sure that that's the message that you keep uh, repeating to the to the underclassmen, the guys who just got here. Um, TJ, for you, uh, on the other side of the ball, um, what, uh, what kinds of things went well for you guys last week because I know coach says that uh, he's you're, you're starting at nose guard this week so things must have gone well what type of things went well for you last week um, just getting off the uh, setting that line of scrimmage you know that was big for me um, knowing from my differences from this year and last year and that was what I honed on was you know making a difference at the line of scrimmage and I feel like I did a pretty good job I was actually surprised after um, the critique that I got after I didn't think I did so well but you know I knew I that let me know I could play way better. And for the recognition I got, you know, it was a blessing, but I know I can do better. You know what I'm saying? So it, it felt good. And I think we was flying around. You know, we was playing with a lot of passion. That was – we felt it all through the week. And that, so that was big for us going into that game. It was the chip on our shoulder. You know, we got a lot of leaders on this team, those upperclassmen. So it meant a lot to us to start off good. And for the defense, man, we were just having fun. Offense, well, I know they was too. But I know for the defense and the DBs and the D-line, we was having fun out there. That was, I think that's what set the tone for us. Um Tell me what you've seen on film and what you know about this Upper Iowa team that's gonna that you have to make sure doesn't happen. What what what's been the point of emphasis against this club you're gonna see on Saturday? Not stop the run. That's that's my job. So I know I know what they're gonna try to run. Oh, I hope. So I'm just hoping. All right. <laughs> uh, other side of the ball. Um, what types of things have you seen from their defense that you know that? your old line's going to have to control. Uh, we're going to have to control that line of scrimmage, you know, be aggressive and really be relentless on our blocks, and that'll 
tire them out and soften them up. And then from there, it's all about the play calls. Man upstairs will make sure that the job gets done. Oh, well, the man upstairs and then the, the man at, at, on the sideline, he's, yes, he's the one with those play calls. Coach Courier here. Well, we're going to get back to Coach Courier in a moment. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. Good luck in Iowa, and uh, we'll talk to you down the line. All right, they are TJ and Ethan here on Minnesota Score Radio's Coaches Show. Back with Coach Courier. We've got a scoreboard update, high school scoreboard update coming up next. Stay with us. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at MyCSPStory.com. That's MyCSPStory.com. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. And the Coaches Show continues. Wally Langfellow along with head coach Shannon Courier. Okay, coach, uh, got the win last week over Sioux Falls. Uh, A nice home win for you guys. Bring me back to that victory and what you thought some of the keys were and and, and how you think you're going to be able to carry that over uh, to this weekend's game at at Upper Iowa. Well, that's the the main thing is trying to find a way to stack on successes and build upon the first win. You know, the first game was a lot of different variables I felt played into our our performance. You know, one, uh, we had a coach pass away that meant a lot to the program and coach Russell Gary uh, so there was a lot of motivation inspiration because we were honoring coach Gary and um, you know his presence was was felt in there uh, we also had St. Paul Day you know each player had a St. Paul representative at the game as we went out and handed out poster schedules they were able to provide a free ticket to somebody in St. Paul that could represent them on St. Paul Day and we had the mascot from the Saints we had one of our city councilmen as, as uh, honoring captains um, in, in, in a nice crowd. You know, home opener, uh, a team we you know played tight last year, had opportunities to win and lost, you know, a heartbreak loss with three seconds left. So that motivation and all those factors, I think, played a role in us coming out with a lot of juice and a lot of enthusiasm. Um, so that was that was one key factor is we had a lot of motivation. Uh, the players were hungry. Um, we forced, you know, two turnovers, blocked two punts, and, you know, those those things really led to the disparity of the starting field position. We were starting at our 40. They were at the 20, which allowed us to score points and win the game. You know, So I think we played well, but we, we had some other things going in our favor, and it's real critical that we can now take that performance and, and enhance it and get better. You know, It's, it's important that we uh, improve as we go through the season. So I'm, I'm expecting and looking forward to even a better performance this coming Saturday. But it'll be challenging. We're on the road. You know, It's their home opener. It's their Hall of Fame game. They're 
they're well coached. Tom Shea does a phenomenal job. Him and his staff, uh, they always play great defense. Um, you know, they're they're uh, offense that can run the football. They have a talented receiving core, a good running back, a quarterback that's a winner. Uh, you know, so they're a good team, and they had a rough start. But in this league, what you do one week doesn't impact the next week. You, you have to be ready to play every every game. Each game has its own personality, and we just got to find a way to have that passion and fire, you know, the game too. Uh, twofold question, and I'll start out by you talking about your concerns about your club going from that big win at home to going on the road to Upper Iowa, and then we'll talk about some of the, your concerns about uh, Upper Iowa. Let's start off about as you get ready for this game on Saturday night. What things do you? concerned most about about your club as you go into this well first off just not being too comfortable you know we we certainly haven't arrived we had a big win we we had an upset you know based on what people may say uh but again that doesn't mean anything you know this is a week-to-week situation uh once you win a game or lose a game you have to move on and and what you did last week doesn't impact what you do next week so i'm my concern is just us staying hungry us trying to elevate our our practice Temple, you know, our team trying to to play a better, you know, have a better product on the field on Saturday and uh, eliminate some of the mistakes we did have. You know, even though we won the game, there was a lot of things that we had to correct. You know, there's a lot of players that didn't have winning performances. You know, so we're just trying to have more guys play winning football, you know, make more big plays, do better in the red zone, better on third down, you know, not give up a touchdown, you know, to open up drives uh, or the, the first half and also the second half. So, you know, we're just really focused on our play. Um, each week, really, and not not concerned about what their opponent's going to do because we we can't control that. But that's that's our main focus is just building on that first game and trying to come back with the same energy and passion uh, to play in week two. All right, week two it is Upper Iowa. You talked about their quarterback, um, head coach Shea, and, and some of the things that they do. Uh, break them down a little bit for us. What do they like to do on offense? First of all. They're a spread offense. You know, they run, they can run the football and they have a short passing game. You know, they have some multiple receivers that are talented, so they try to get those guys uh, the ball. Last week they were taking out of their game plan a little bit, so it's really hard maybe to see what they were trying to do because they they were down early due to a, a fumbled punt return that led to the first touchdown. And once you're down a couple scores, you know, sometimes your game plans change. But every team wants to run the football. You know, you have to establish the run, and that's what they're going to want to do. They have a very talented running back. Um, I think, you know, he's a better running back than what they've had in the past. Uh, the quarterback is athletic and, and can throw well, so I, th- I think they're a balanced attack. Um, you know, they have some RPOs in their system. Um, you know, they they uh, some quick game. They don't want to sit back there in a pocket a long time, so they try to get the ball quickly to their, their talented receiving core. Um, you know, they take shots down the field, and like I said, they've been efficient offense over the last couple of years. And last time we were there, we lost again. We had the ball in the in the inside the five yard line with seconds remaining in the game. We didn't produce, uh, so I think we're two and four at Upper Iowa in the last. You know, in the in the I guess the duration of the of the series. Um, and and then on defense, they're just a aggressive four two five type defense. So you have forty linemen, 
like to keep two linebackers in a box and they play a bunch of man coverage. Uh, they're always tough and physical and they're, like I said, they're just coached well. They're, they're going to play hard. Um, and, you know, last year we, we had Billy Brown day and again, we had some inspiration and, and got off to a fast start. We blocked a punt again and, uh, that led to a 34 seven win. But again, you know, we're, we're just, it's a new game and we have to come ready to play. Quickly, what types of things have you been emphasizing to uh, Max Hutton, your quarterback, and, and your receivers about this defense that you're going to see? You mentioned that they they like to play a, a lot of man. Um, what types of things have you been talking to them about this week that, that are important as far as execution goes? You know, with Max, and we're just trying to up the tempo. We want to play faster than we did last week. You know, our, our, our 40 second clock wasn't working during the game, so it made it challenging to, to kind of have the tempo offense that we'd like to see. So we want to tire them out. We want to make them run silent aside line um, when we want to have a high tempo with with what we're doing uh, we get a running back back in the mix Shaq Johnson our starting running back will be ready to play this week he was you know absent from the game last week and uh, we're excited about him and utilizing him uh, from a receiving core you know we're, we're just trying to again get more detailed in our routes uh, make sure that we're blocking on the perimeter we have to block better because a lot of our running game is is perimeter run game and we need to make sure we get the proper leverage and, and block correct um, and those are the main things that we have to get done. All right. Well, good luck uh, tomorrow in Iowa, and we will uh, talk to you again next Friday night. Well, I appreciate it, and thank you for the time. All right. He is Shannon Courier, the head coach of the St. Paul Concordia Golden Bears. I'm Wally Langfellow. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Coaches Show with Concordia University's St. Paul head football coach, Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time. Thank you.